Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just... 317-684-8444. That's the phone number, 317-684-8444. I'm Rob. Tony Kennett is here. And for Casey today, Kev's here. Voicemails. Uh, My favorite segment. Variety of topics people wanted to weigh in on today. And one lady, she had on about three or four things, and I think she summed it up right at the very end. We're just living in a clown world. Hey, Robin Casey. I'm just calling to um, let you know what's going on in my county. I live on the West Coast, and uh, we had an article in the paper. Uh, paper that shows how old I am. Uh, article came out yesterday that our county is getting the next round of COVID relief funds, and the tune of almost sixty million dollars. And our county wants to use those funds to um, upgrade our county jail. Not give it to the business owners that were shut down, of course, but to upgrade the jail, which isn't that old. And then um, listening to your program about your situation in your state with the transgender bill, we're just living in clown world. That is all I can explain it as. It's just clown world. And to top it off, I went into a very popular coffee place that we all know of the other day, ordered a black coffee, and I was told I could no longer order black coffee. I had to call it coffee without cream. (laughs) I simply walked out. I'm done with this. (laughs) That's odd. Clown world. I feel like we should have like the the honking the nose sound ready to go. It's it's so true. What do you say? It's uh, it's just it's amazing how quickly society has devolved, and in many ways we've we've allowed it to happen, right? Apathy, apathy is right. the drug that killed the United States. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, another phone call. A guy commenting about what's going on in the country, and uh, you know how you how I really ask you the question: how, how do you even deal with the left? I don't know. A long time listener. I don't ever call. I love you guys. I love you, Kendall. Love you, Casey. Kendall, you're amazing. Uh, I'm a conservative libertarian myself. I just sit back and I look at everything going on, and I feel like the government is pushing towards a Marxist agenda. I mean, we just look at everything that's going on in this country. It's the denigration of this nation, and it's obviously intentional. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket, and we all just sit back and we can't do nothing about it, and I don't think it's right. I don't know how we how we combat this when nobody on the left wants to listen to reason. What's obvious to most of us, they're oblivious to it. You, you know, it's a, we talk about this a lot, Tony. It's a mixture of things. He's right. The left is insane. But the left, but you need to understand, the left is operating from a standpoint, because you always have to understand 
you know, in order to combat something, you have to understand what you're dealing with. Right. They hate this country. Yes. They believe the country is inherently evil from its inception. And they don't want to reform America or make America a better place. They want to burn America to the ground and build it up in some twi- twisted, sick, bizarro image. I mean, it's been tried in other places throughout right. the history of the world and has never worked. But they believe that is their end goal. You can't. You can't try to reason with those people because they don't want the same thing that you want. No, and so do the establishment Republicans who keep trying to reason and, and look good in front of, of the left. I, I continue to ask why. Who are you trying to impress? Why Why are you trying to be something that you say that you're not for them? To answer his question, though, what do you do? Uh, I would say this kind of means two things. Number one, if you're asking what your elected representative should do, you need to find a leader. And then we talked about this earlier on State House Happenings, yeah. I believe, today, that can both cite the data and be intelligent, not make a fool out of themselves, but also be a bit of a firebrand and be willing to tell the media, be willing to tell the left, no, it's not going to be a thing. Then, and this is what every individual who's listening to this needs to do, you got to get active in the primaries. You just have to. I hear a lot, I, I heard that eye roll out there, driving on that card on 700 West. I saw you roll your eyes right there. <laughs> don't don't lie. You think, oh, it's just a primary, what can I do? You really, If you really want things to change, get different Republicans in office. Seriously, you think that they're going to stop all of the local Republicans in Indiana from voting in the primary? No. Go find and pick better people. If you don't do that, I, I you really don't have a reason to complain. Yeah. I don't think you have a right to. You know, I think about where I live. There are zero, literally zero, contested municipal elections to vote on in a town of 30,000 people. That's pathetic. The judge is up. The clerk treasurer's up. There are three town government seats up. Everybody wants to bitch. Everybody wants to complain, but then people don't want to get involved. I got involved because I said I have an obligation to, if I'm going to complain, do something about it. And I ran, and you look at how magnanimous and charismatic I am, naturally one radiates o- over, off overwhelmingly, and then parlayed that into a successful radio career. Oh, yeah. But the point is, I did it, right? It's not hard. If I can do it, trust me. You can do it, too. But people want to complain, and they don't want to go down and put their name on a piece of paper. And at least, and I had a Little League coach, he used to say, make them play the game. And what he meant by that was, to the pitcher, he'd say, make them play the game. You have to throw strikes, right? If you don't throw a strike, the kid can walk to first base. If, if you, And then by, by, by contrast, so you got to make them, make them swing the bat, make them hit the ball. On the other side, if you're a batter, if you uh, don't hit the ball, if you swing and miss... You have no chance of getting to first base. If you hit the ball in Little League, especially, kids got to field the ball, kids got to throw the ball. A million things could happen to get you to first base. You got to make them play the game. In politics, we don't make most of these people play the game. They run unopposed. These senators, run, state senators right. run unopposed. These Congress people run unopposed. These town council and city council people run unopposed. We don't make them earn anything. What Ben Franklin said is very true. You have a republic if you can keep it. And a lot of individuals think that because they're in the United States, they get to take the comfort and the easy life and they don't really have to participate in the American system. And then things get bad and they look around and go, well, what happened? Well, you sat in an easy chair for 30 years and did nothing. Yeah. Gener- the, the boomers in Generation X took the the best generation of the country after World War II, and basically a large portion of the country sat there and lived off of the rewards and benefits and taught their kids to do the same. Now the country's on fire and people are like, what happened? What can we do? We have to get involved. You have to know who's running in the primary. You have to get out there. And yet we talk to our friends and family all the time and, well, I didn't go and vote in the primary. Why? Encourage people. Near you. Host an early voting dinner party at your house. Drive over together. Fill out a ballot. I mean, what? what is it going to take you 13 minutes max? Do your job. 
job. You are a citizen. You have a responsibility. There is no scenario. And what you, you know who gets to sit there and do nothing? People who serve a king. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we get to a break, somebody did call and made a good point about this whole transsexual thing if, and, and this idea that there are gen- many genders and the binaries and all the other stuff. I thought this was an interesting point. There's only two genders being offered for uh, for gender reassignment. You know, you can either go from a male to a female or from a female to a male, which is not possible, but that's what they're offering. They're not offering to, you know, do the surgery so you can become a binary or non-binary or a whatever the other 400,000 um, genders are. You can only be genderized into a male or female. I just thought that was interesting. I think that's a fair point. If there are all these different genders, then why can you only be transitioned to one or the other? I mean, I, I also find it uh, per- peculiar, let's say, that uh, originally, remember, this was sex and gender were supposed to be different. You were either born with a biological sex of male or female, yeah. and then your gender was expressive to just whatever that you want. You can see the Care Bear rainbows just streaming <laughs> out from behind. It's wonderful. <laughs> However, the Associated Press released a new guide for journalists saying that there's no such thing as biological sex anymore. When you give the left an inch, they will take a mile. Yes. And and this class calls it again and again and again. And pretty soon it'll be transitioning into all other wonderful kinds of things and animals and goats and children, all kinds of crap, because that's what's coming. Uh, real quick, I guess we do have time for one more. Somebody called. We have spent a lot of time the past couple of days talking about fentanyl and what's going on in this country because it is super dangerous. And I think a lot of people are asleep at the switch. Hey, Rob, shouldn't we call April 1st or April Fool's Day uh, Biden or uh, Camilla Day? Uh, And secondly, uh, the number of deaths in children from fentanyl, it's far, uh, far more than those of the gun deaths. So uh, why don't they uh, act on the fentanyl, which they are supposedly supposed to be pulling on the southern border, but fail? Okay, great shows. Thanks a lot. Bye. Border, drugs, suicide, heart issues, medical problems, and yet we're going to say, oh, well, Republicans don't care about that. Abortion killing the tens of millions that it kills per year. I'm so glad you made that point because my wife said this to me yesterday. She said, because we were watching that uh, clip of uh, Jamal Bowman and Thomas Massey, who I'm super jealous now to know you're buddies with Massey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do well, know. And, and the one politician I actually like, so maybe could you do a guy a solid and get him on this show at some I'll point? I'll try. I, I'll try. We follow each other on Twitter, but I don't know if that means anything. Oh, he follows you on Twitter? Oh, yes. Awesome. Uh, well, why and why wouldn't he? He doesn't follow my account. He follows Ministry of Truth, but we, we <laughs> chat occasionally. <laughs> um, but he got into this run-in with Jamal Bowman, who's a lunatic left Democrat rep who was screaming in the halls of Congress yesterday. And Massey just walked him about these school shootings and presented him calmly with a bunch of facts. And the video's gone super viral. But uh, my wife was watching this video with me, and she goes, why is it that this guy is behaving like a psycho over gun violence harming kids, but will be 100% supportive of butchering children in the womb and I'm sure this guy, knowing the rest of his makeup, is probably conception to live birth on this. How do these people square this thing up that we we are so concerned about kids that we must run on all the guns, 
okay, but what about the kids in the womb? Nah, nothing for them. They tell themselves repeatedly that they're not children. And again, it's from a, people like to say, well, because I'm a Christian, that that's my argument for pro-life. Actually, no. My, my being a Christian has very little to do, if anything at all, with my pro-life argument. Biologically, objectively, the moment you have brand new DNA, you are a brand new individual human being. That comes from conception. Brand new DNA created at that moment of fertilization. You're brand new. You're a person. And to, to create convoluted ways to murder children so that, again, rooting for comfort so people can go out, sleep around, have as much fun as they want and not have any consequences for it has created a spaghetti bowl of horrible cultural nonsense to wade through to write policy. It's Kendall Casey Show. Tony Kennett's in for uh, Casey today. Hammer will join us coming up next.